All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast, post-Kansas, where we're going to talk about everything Kansas. Kurt Busch and some accomplishments he's made. Denny Hamlin. The Crybaby. And Elliot says what we all have been thinking. Oh, yeah. Says it out loud. I would, also, was this, yeah, go ahead. Um, also, special welcome to Frank, man, anchor man of the group. You're back. <laughs> Glad to be back, man. Hopefully we can make this a habit, but uh, all right, Brian, go ahead. Get, get it started, and we'll go from there. Uh, well, let's keep with our normal thing. We'll get into all the news, whatever, but let's do like a Kansas results. Um Let's Toyota dominated this race. Obviously, Kurt Busch, I think he led 107 laps. I saw a graph. He dominated. It wasn't just like a Kurt Busch or, you know, Alex Bowman passing the last lap for win. Congrats to Kurt Busch. I think it's a feel-good uh, win for NASCAR, him, the organization. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think he deserved it. I thought it was really cool win for Kurt. Um, Kyle Larson, the only, well, not the only Chevy, but the best Chevy in the group was second. Kyle Busch, third. Denny Hamlin, fourth. Christopher Bell, fifth. Truex, sixth. So literally five of the top six were Toyota. And then uh, the last Toyota was Bubba Wallace in tenth. So that was good. He he got a top ten. Yeah. (laughs) On a non-restrictor plate. And then Ross Chastain (laughs) was seven. Uh, uh, Stenhouse was eight. Gold star to him again. He is on a roll. Alex Bowman, nine. Uh, Bob Wallace, 10. Cendric, 11th. Blaney, 12th. Dylan, 13th. Brad, actually, pretty well in 14th. And Kevin Harvick, 15th. Um, notable, Joey Logano, 17th. Noah Gregson, 18th. Harrison Burton. Hey, Joey Logano, that's a gold star. Coming from behind the back and... and- didn't yeah. he have some penalties at the had to go all the way to the back? If you want to get a gold star to anybody, it's Ricky Stenhouse. He crashed his car too. Well, that's true. Like I said, Joey, he I think he struggled, but he did all right. Um, but anyway, and there's no and Chase Elliott 29th, Tyler Reddick 30th. They I think they all got caught with the that last uh, caution flag while they were pitting, so it kind of screwed him up. But other than that, that's the results for the race. Um, other than that, I, I actually, you know what, we we came in here, you know, through the Martinsville and all those races, saying there was a boring race, and Kansas actually was not boring. I was actually entertained, and we were worried last podcast that this was a boring race, and I was actually yeah. Well, the left tire made that not so much true. The left rear tire. Yes, it did make it. Yes, the left rear tire going down was a problem, but it made it interesting. But it was a good race, I thought. Frank, your thoughts? I would agree. It was a good race. I was uh, I was impressed with Kurt. I've always been a fan of his. Um, so uh, he ran a good race. Uh, he ran a clean race. Come across, finished uh, with with one and two with uh, Larson. Um, yeah, the, yeah, Larson. the Larson's race was him racing with Larson was good. That that was a good that was a good clean race. It was impressive. I, I really liked that. I liked the way that was. Uh, I've got some some comments on Kurt for later on that weren't race related, but uh, overall the race was a good race. Um, against uh, Stenhouse, uh, I really like how he's how he showed improvement. How he's been he's been up there trying to 
you know, top 10, trying to, trying to race every race. He's, he's showing. Uh, you know, it, it was a good race. I, I, I really was, you know, mile and a half like Kansas tend to be boring. The leader tends to get a good two or three second lead on, lead on second and just there's not much for race. But overall, it was a good race. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I I was really poo-pooing this last shit race, but there was a lot of uh, other things that happened besides just the racing, and it, it really was, uh, in my opinion, it was a very good race. Um, on the Kurt Busch thing, I, I mean, kudos for him winning in the Jordan brand. Um, one other milestone that. It, it, I know we'll probably get back into this a little bit later, but it bears mentioning right now. The only man in NASCAR history to win in four different manufacturers. Yes. Period. King. I'm sorry. That is awesome. And with basically a startup team this time around, but the man has won in a Ford a couple of times, a Dodge when he was with Penske, um, a Chevy, and now a Toyota. He Nobody. He got a championship in a Ford. Yep. Nobody else has ever done what he has done. And I, I just think that's fantastic. There's, like there's a couple I, had, of, yeah. I, I was of the attitude for quite a while uh, with him bouncing around the way he was that his best days were over. I'm thinking not so much anymore. He's, he's now in the championship. And uh, he's got the fire. Oh, yeah. And... Um, again, we'll get into this later, but now he maybe has one less distraction. <laughs> so, right. um, there's a couple stats that go along with that is this is the first time the 45 car has won since like 1960 something in the 64. Yeah. In the cup. And it's like, I forgot his name, Leroy, or it, they, they said the name, but it's the first time the 45 has won in the, in a cup car since like 1960 something. Did yep. you like the tribute he gave to uh, Adam Petty? Yes, I was going to say yeah. his Adam Petty tribute. He's saying he's, you know, I know how much it means to the Petty family. Adam Petty, I'm glad to, you know, progress and you know go towards. That was all his th- number. That's the yep. number that they carved out for. And Pat and Petty, the- this would have been an anniversary. I think it was this past week of his death. If you didn't know that, yes, it yes. was. So I, it, I thought it was a really cool thing. And you know how we always talk about diecast? I would buy that diecast car, that Air Jordan car of his that was a really it was a really cool car there's actually several from this season i want to add to my collection it's a really good car i want the signed baseball card in it too basketball (laughs) basketball card excuse me all right let's cover uh the points after the race um one to ten uh elliot's still in first uh, he has a win. Blaney's in second with no win. Kyle Bush is uh, third with a win. Willie B. Crybaby is in fourth with two wins. Chastain with two. Six is Truex with none. Then you got Logano, Bowman, and Larson, seven, eight, and nine, each have a win. And Christopher Bell, who is making some noise, is in tenth with... Uh, no wins, and then you've got Harvick, Amarillo, Dylan, Briscoe, and Reddick bringing up uh, the bot or the top fifteen. Briscoe is the only one in that that has a win, so that's where that stands. Uh, 
I I got things to say about Willie B later. The championship standings right now. The playoffs? You mean playoffs? Huh? You mean playoffs? Yeah, well, playoff, championship playoff standings. Okay. Uh, if the standings or if the, the playoffs started today, you've got one through 16. I'm not going to go into points or anything of that nature, but you got Byron on top, nope. Chastain. Nope. Elliot. Nope. You got it wrong. Not? If you go to the NASCAR.com playoffs and click rank, Chase Elliott's number one, William Willie B's two. So where are you seeing this? How can Chase Elliott be ranked number one in the playoffs with no wins? He has one win. Uh huh. It's stage points. Byron, ha- Byron has two, and Chastain has it's a, two. He he he's. he's oh, they he, don't have it listed point wise. You are correct, sir. Yeah. This is okay. According to points accrued right now, you're right. Chase, why yeah. do they have? Well, I'm on Jayski, so there's part of. If the you problem. go to NASCAR.com and go to the standings, they you can click the rank, and it'll put one through sixteen. We'll do it. Okay, well, okay. Because I clearly got bad information <laughs> No, here. you're fine. Uh, right now, it's Chase Elliott, number one, William B- Willie B, uh, two, uh, Ross Chastain, three, Kyle Busch, four, uh, Blaney, fifth, Joey Logano, uh, six, uh, Bowman, uh, seven, then Kyle Larson, Truex, Hamlin, Kurt Busch, Chase Elliott, Austin Cendrix, his Daytona win, which he hasn't done shit really since then, Christopher Bell, then Harvick, then Amarillo, who is missing it right now, who I think will get in, is Tyler Reddick. He is on the bits to get a win. Um, other than that, it's a it's a crapshoot because there's Austin Dillon, there's Eric, Eric Jones. I think it's Eric Jones before Tyler Reddick. If he hadn't had that problem this week. Oh, man, that's another holy shit story. Uh, yeah, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, and Daniel Suarez. He has his moments, so... The, the last four or five spots can be filled easily, but right now it's it's uh those guys. So okay, well I do apologize. I was no, I'm you're fine. No, you're fine. Like I said, it's the NASCAR stink at the moment. If it ended right now, Chase you're Elliott's right. barely ahead of him by two points. If you want to really go down in the, the the way it goes, but. Other than that, Frank, any any thoughts on that, buddy? Um, you know, I, I don't have a second computer hooked up next to me in, this, in my new setup. So, uh, looking at the points, you know, you mentioned how, how uh, I'm gonna mention I'm gonna talk about Ryan Blaney for a minute. He's second in, in the points with no runs. Nope. Uh, yep. What What's impressive about that is Ryan Blaney's to me has been there every week. He's going to get a win before the playoff cutoff. He, I think he will. I agree. I think he'll make it regardless. He might do a Terry Labonte type thing, but he's always there. I know. Uh, well, I'm willing to go out on a limb right now and say that you better get a win if you want in the playoffs because yeah. they're not going to have 16 different wins at this point. It's winners at this point. I really do believe that. Yeah, there's going to be a couple surprises here and there. Yeah. I think Justin Haley, he has the sparks, too, to randomly get a win, too. The way he sometimes runs good. He so, has his moments. He's up there at the top, you know, running, yeah. contending. So there, there could be a couple surprise winners coming up. Uh, yeah. Stenhouse is one of them. Yes, I agree. He's been very consistent lately. Um, 
I wouldn't count out Chris Bush or Eacher either. Right, I agree. I actually like that Castrol car too that he drove that he crashed, but I like the way that car looked. <laughs> you know, another one that uh, I think will will at some point get a, a legitimate win. I'm gonna say Bubba Wallace. He's shown a lot of improvement. He's been up there. He, uh, you know, uh, you say what you want. That guy's going to get a win, and he's going to be a, not a rainout. He's going to get a win. This last race, he actually would have been higher than 10th if he didn't have a pit crew problem. with the hose or something happened? This last right. pit stop, he would have been better than 10th. But I don't know if he'll get a win. Uh, I'll take the odds on not for that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think so. I'm not con- <laughs> no. I, I'm not con- now, I'm not saying he's, uh, I'm a fan of his. I'm just looking at stats and how, how he's been performing. I, I do think he's going to get a win. It'll be, it'll be a super speedway. If he That'll doesn't, be it. he won't be in that car next year. Nope. I think we talked about this last week. It'll be Denny. Denny's going to take over that yeah, car. I agree. Um, Bubba's on the ropes. And I, as many, I don't want to say necessarily bad breaks as what he had at Kansas. He also got lucky on a couple of cautions. Right. Uh, but that's just part of racing. A lot of people get lucky on caution. That just, you can't. You can go to the luck bank only so many times, all right? Right. And I, I'm not going to take anything away from him at Kansas because he did impress me. Uh, but I also think that that boy has got his elbows up, and he's on the edge, and he knows that his status isn't going to get him very much farther. Uh, now that Kurt has proven that that is winning equipment, and Kurt didn't, there was no flukes, there was no, uh, you know, catching a caution at, you know, like the whole field pitted and he stayed out and was the only car on the lead. I mean, there was nothing weird that happened right. with this win. No, it Kurt was, was dominant. up. It was a straight-up dominant ass-whooping. They said another stat that came out during the race is, I and I can't remember whether they were saying it was nobody at Kansas or nobody this year or nobody since the inception of the chase. It was kind of in the background at that time when I heard the comment. But it was something about whatever that time frame was they were talking about, whoever was leading. Whoever won stage two has not won a race. Yes, that is now, whether true. Whether that was at Kansas, it's never or happened. This year, it happened, happened this year. Never happened. I don't know. Not this year. It hasn't happened this year. No one, no one leading at stage two has won the race this year. Exactly. Okay. Is that if that's what the stat is? Yes. Again, I, I, it was background noise at that time. Yeah. Um. Guess what, boys? I, and 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 Frank, like you said, I was a huge Kurt Busch fan back in the day when. Him and uh, Martin and uh, Burton, yes, Kenseth were all racing together, and then of course he got in the bad favor of Jack in the hat cat jerk when he got his DUI out in Arizona, and instead of standing behind him, Jack kicked him to the curb, and he's been bouncing around ever since. But that man has taken. 
equipment with a team that's been in existence in less than two years, that particular team with the hodgepodge of people that they put together, I did find out something else. His crew chief was on the development committee for the next-gen car. He was actually employed by NASCAR during the whole development of this next-gen car. And when Kurt accepted the offer to go drive for MJ and Denny, um, he had said something to the effect of, I want to talk to, and I can't remember the guy's name, and ask him if he'll, if he'll be my crew chief, I'll come drive for you guys. That's how that happened. Wow. So that guy, he's already got a leg up with his technical, the way Kurt is, how he analyzes everything all the time. And now you've got the guy on the box that helped develop this car. I mean, that that's amazing to me. But um, I just can't say, I said, I was cheesing from ear to ear. I never thought I'd be happy of this happy to see a guy that's not one of my favorite drivers when, win a race is what I was to watch that. And if you see, if you, if you noticed, if you're watching closely, the last pass he did on Kyle Larson, you see his crew chief. Oh, he hit us in the wall. Kyle Larson went on the radio. He said, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was hard racing. Yeah. Yep. And he, that shut you're his talking Lar- You're talking Larson's. Yeah, yeah. Larson's crew chief yeah, came, talk, went on yeah. the radio and says, oh, he hit us, didn't he? Nope. He nope. Larson's like no he he gave me plenty of room in the in the in the replays showed he's plenty of room. Yep. Plenty of room. You know, yeah. talking about Kurt Busch, uh, uh, the team I think that turned Kurt Busch's career around. You know, before he had a, he had the bad boy attitude, yada yada yada. Well, he went to drive for Furniture Row Motorsports before Martin Truex. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I made the comment when he went from Furniture Row to Piskey, it was a mistake. I say this because at the time, his racing, his racing attitude changed, his performance changed. He he was he he calmed down a lot. He was racing better. He was friendlier on the track. He he was just doing better overall. And Being with a small one-car team like that brought him back to perspective, I believe. Well, okay. and and that was his his doorway back into the sport because until that happened, after what happened, nobody with him, gave him a shot. Yeah, not right. many people wanted him, and he was literally taking anything he could get just to stay on the track. But he made that. What was impressive was he made that work. Well, yeah, he made that he made that team perform. He made it successful. I'm not sure if he got any wins with it. I have to go back and look. But he made that team successful in the eyes of where he stood and how how he was contending. Okay, that's what made Pinsky off from the job. I was going to say that's what got the door open for Penske. Correct. Didn't do too I, well. I actually, I actually well, his worried. attitude came back. He got in a lot of fights. Well, yeah, that's I, think- what I was worried about. Uh, Getting back to a big team, would his attitude come back? Would it? Would his arrogance come back? You know, that's the thing I was, I was, I was wondering about when he went from from Furniture Row to Penske. I actually thought it was a mistake at the time. I don't think professionally it was. Um, I think that, and if you'll recall too, at that time, 
And this this whole time frame of when he got let go from Roush, went to Furniture Row, and then over to Penske was when he was going through some pretty rocky roads in his first marriage. And there was police and courts and judges and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, that was not an amicable, amicable breakup. That was very ugly, very public, um, and a lot of lawyers involved. And I think that once he got past that is when he got the attitude when he was with Penske, like, ha, ah, what else you got for me? I've overcome the DUI, the getting let go by Roush. I came back with a no-name team, and here I am in a Class A ride again. I'm Superman. I, I think was kind of the attitude, and that was, you know what I'm saying? Right. There was just, there was just a lot of stuff going on with him at that time. A lot. And it wasn't all at the same time. It was just every back time back. you turned around, it was back something to back to back. Yeah. else. And I remember uh, when we lived in Michigan, wife and I were, we were heading up north. I don't know if it was to Mackinac or someplace. We were taking a few days off and we were listening to Sirius XM when the news come across about the, the, it was in the divorce realm thing. And I just, I looked at her, I was like, Oh God, what next? Cause it was just, you were literally getting fatigued with Kurt Bush all the time. Right. But like I said, I'm proud of that man. I am so proud of him. I'm proud of the way he's turned around his life, the charities he's gotten involved with and the mark he has now made on NASCAR. Um, my God. Uh, now, if he goes out and does something stupid, I'm kicking his ass under the bus and running over him twice because I'm done with it. Uh, just to answer, needs- go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, I'm just saying. Uh, there's not many people that get a second chance, let alone a third, a fourth, or a fifth. Right. He better not screw this up. Uh, to answer your question, he didn't win in the furniture row car. He had. One second place, one, two, three, three third places, one, two, three fourth places, one, two, and two fifth places, and a lot of top tens, but he never was he won. Was he had a full season or two? It was uh, a one full season, but he also raced five races uh, the year prior in that car. So he it was so he had more than just a handful of top tens in that car, which at the, again at that time. Right. They, they, you know, furniture row racing, Colorado. Are you kidding? What, what is this? Right. right. That's what he I, had that's, eighteen that's what top tens in that car. In that's the, awesome. And, yeah, and that's what I, what, what I was saying. How he took that a one car team and made it a contender. Yeah. Well, he made his presence known. That's for sure. And he finished and tenth I, in the points that year too with that car. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he was in a, the number 51 car the year prior for Phoenix. The what? 51 car for Phoenix oh, Racing. Phoenix Racing. Yeah, the Phoenix yeah. Racing. And he had one, two, two top tens. The rest were shit. One was third, Sonoma, and the other one was California ninth. And then after that, he, at the end of that year, he left that to go to furniture road to replace Regan Smith. And then place uh, out of the five races, three of them were top tens. Okay. 
Well, wasn't it uh, Keselowski came in behind him at Furniture Row for a year, and then uh, Truex Jr. took over and won a championship in that car? Uh, I don't, I can look, but I don't know who is in that car. Uh, hey. No. Um, I, I remember Keselowski won at Furniture Row. It was Joe Nemechek and then Regan Smith, Kurt Busch. No one was in it. Uh, Keselowski wasn't in it. Keselowski? He wasn't in Furniture Row? No. no. What was that skinless black car that he was driving? Was that in the Bush series? I can, I can look it up. It must have been because that's when Carl Edwards was trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... Tell me I'm wrong. Well, I can, I'm looking it up right race. now. That was a cup race. Yeah, that was when he won Talladega. No, it was in Iowa in, in, the, in the Bush series when he plowed him into the wall. And it was right after no. that, I believe, at Michigan where his dad said he was going to get his fire suit back out and go kick Carl's butt. Anyway, all that's irrelevant. That's just talk. Um, <laughs> are we done with the standings? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do some fantasy racing here. I, I won this week. I still got some catching up to do. Yeah. But I had a pretty good, pretty good week. Um, at 231, Brian had a 173 and Frank had a 161. When was the last time you changed your lineup, son? <laughs> you need to get on that. You're running out of chances. In fact, your guys are probably DQing because you've used them too many times. Um, another little stat I'm proud of. I did pick Kurt Bush for the win at Kansas. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. Uh Brian picked Chastain, who ended up seventh. My dark horse. You didn't get me your picks. No, I didn't. Uh, Keselowski was 14th as my dark horse and Stenhouse was Brian's dark horse at eighth. So that's that. Um, and anybody that is happening to watch this and please join our fantasy league and, and help us out here. Uh, burn it down NASCAR podcast league on NASCAR.com. And we said Denny was going to finish 15th to 18th, or you did. I said a top 10. I don't, how did that end up? He finished 20th. No, that's point. Sorry. Denny, uh, they're all top 10. He's finished fourth. Yeah. So you said 15th to 18th. I said top 20. Bubba, we both said under 20th. We blew that one. <laughs> he was top 10. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we already talked about Logano to the back. Uh, Chase Briscoe brought out the first caution, which I don't know. How did he end up? It wasn't that horrible. Or was it? Not 24th. He was the first lap. Um, again, we, oh, there was some of the racing incidents. When, did you see when BJ McLeod? turned around, ripped the roof flap right off the, the driver escape hatch. No. Did you see that, Frank? Yes. 
that was amazing. I, I, there should be a double secret penalty and some people ejected for that one. I mean, if you lose a wheel, yeah, you know, it ought to be comparable to losing your roof. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then on that that uh, you know whatever happened to him, all flat tires, can't couldn't move. Um. I don't know. Eric Jones and his lug nut. I I haven't seen pictures of that car. I just know they worked on that for a while, trying to grind off the lug nut, and then all of a sudden they said, fuck it, let's cut the wheel off, the relief pressure, or whatever happened to it. I don't know what happened, but he finished the race, but obviously laps down. Yeah, he was like seven, eight laps down. I do know what happened. Um, again, listening to Sirius XM, uh, Larry McReynolds reached out to his crew chief. And what had happened is the, these guns are calibrated. And supposedly the tire changer revved the gun as he was going around the car and it uncalibrated the gun. So when they put that when they did the first tire change in stage one, the calibration was gone, and that gun just tightened that thing so tight they couldn't get it removed. And and the way they got it off is they actually took a cold chisel and split that bitch to get it off. After they cut the wheel, then they 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 cold chiseled it to get it off. But the reason it was on so tight. Because I, I, I was unaware that these guns are calibrated like that, even with air pressure. But when he spun that gun, kind of goosing it, coming around the car, it offset the calibration, and it just tightened it too tight. I'll bet he don't do that again. If he's not fired. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't see with my knowledge of air tools, how revving the gun uncalibrated the gun. I don't, I, you know, I don't understand it either. Do you, I, I can understand it. Cause you know, when you like a drill, you, they have the, like the one through 20 dial on it and then drill. So I'm assuming the dial was obviously different, but I'm assuming it probably moved like it just moved the dial. I don't know. I'm assuming that's the same way it does. I don't know. Well, again, that that was the explanation is when he was goosing that gun, it uncalibrated it and it just tightened it too tight. He's like almost welded it. Wow. Um, I'm wondering, you know how, and that's what got me wondering. They got the, the lock pins on the back to, to, to catch the, now that catches the tire, right? Yeah. The lock, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nope, the tire wasn't offset. They didn't not get it just right. It just, that gun had so much power that it just literally tightened, tightened it to, to when they were trying to take it off. And I, obviously, at that time, the gun was calibrated, which in my mind, why don't you uncalibrate the son of a bitch back to where it was to get that thing off of there? Well, they did. But, they had that huge fucking thing. You didn't see it? It was like oh, a, yeah, it was like a, it was, was like, like a, twenty feet long. It was like a jackhammer, and they still couldn't get it. Did you see that boy that was on the end of that thing? They Shit, had two of them holding it. 
He had he made Paul Bunyan look like a midget. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> that was that was a big. Could you boy. imagine just being Eric Joint Jones in the in the pit, just that cockpit, just boiling, pissed? Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I I would love to been at that track and hearing the radio chatter for him because either he was just fuming, not talking, or he's swearing at the, his crew or his crew chief to get that shit fixed. Because that ruined his day, like completely. Oh, it did. Yeah. And he was running good. Yeah. Even with that wore out right rear tire while they were trying to figure it out for another couple stops, he was yeah. still running good. Yeah. But. All right. Um, you got any subjects you want to throw out there, Brian? Or I, I was going to say the Kansas tire issue, the left rear tire that we saw yeah. from practice qualifying and into the race. that They never fixed it. It was no, it were, was always they were there. the hell out of that left rear and tire. It, and it was Caused... twenty every every twenty to twenty five laps. Somebody lost it. Do you notice how convenient it was for Goodyear to say that? Well, y'all ain't firing following the tire pressure recommendations. That's, yeah, that's all they're saying. Yeah, that's like, come on, really? You would think after one or two cars, especially on the same team, have the same problem that they'd have probably looked back at the instructions or at least read them and got it right. So I, I don't know what was going on. Or a Goodyear rep on site. There's got to be one on site say, look, maybe we can try this with air pressure. You know, something different. You know, you can't blame the teams. How many how, how many teams spun out? How yeah. many, te- how many teams? It wasn't manufacturer specific either. I mean, they were all losing that. Not yeah. all. But it was across the spectrum losing that right. left. And like Brian said, it wasn't 30, 40 laps into a long green flag run. This was happening 18 to 20, 25 laps. Yeah. And it was almost like clockwork. I mean, it, it reminded me of when they diamond-plated uh, Indianapolis and they couldn't run more than 10 or 12 laps. They had to come in and get all new tires because I remember that that that, that it was just like a cheese grater on those tires. I was but, tr- I'm trying to figure out who who all between practice qualifying and the race how many people spun out. I'm just trying to think. I just I know Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, BJ McLeod, Chase Elliott, uh, Stenhouse. I can't remember who else, but there's there's at least ten drivers who spun and. Unfortunately, there's three or four of them that hit the wall because of it. Joe Logano and Stenhouse. Oh, my one. God. Logano in, in qualifying. Yeah. Destroyed a perfectly good car. I just can't find the list of, like, the breakdown, but. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that, I, that was an issue. Um, it'll be interesting to see at Texas this weekend. Uh, if Because there's similar tracks. They're not exactly the they're not exactly the same, but they they are similar. If you want to, yeah. I mean, it'd be like comparing Michigan to California, same kind of deal. Right. <laughs> All right, I do want to dive back into this again. I know we covered it pretty good last week, Brian, but Willie B and Keselowski all week <laughs> long, and I think I'm going to give you my opinion. Willie B better just shut the F up. I think Gordon's right. gaslighting his ass. I do, too. I really do. And I'm, I told you last week, I'm very disappointed with Jeff Gordon on his take on this and what he said. I don't care what anybody says. 
facts are facts. Whether Byron meant to or not, he did run Keselowski into the wall. Logano. 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 Yeah. Whether it was an accident or not, the fact remains it happened. It was in the closing laps. They were both. And I don't care who you are. If you're a driver half worth your weight in SHIT, somebody runs you into the wall. You're not going to forget that. And if you got a chance to take them out for the win, like I've always said, I'd wreck my grandma for a win at the line. It's called the bump and run. It happened. Logano hasn't backed down, and I support him in this. And Willie B just better lick his damn wounds and go on off into the sunset and forget about it. Because I promise you, if he tries to re-retaliate against Logano, the boy is going to be sorry. Yeah, I think Logano will wreck them both to prove a point. William Byron's going to not putting wait up with this from this punk. William Byron's going to wait. Is a, He's going to wait. William Byron is a good, talented driver and excellent equipment. Logano ain't going to let him get away with this. You wrecked me almost. I almost wrecked you. I happened to win the race. Shut up. Let's move on. And that's Logano's attitude. William is out there all week long running his dumbass mouth. And I love what Logano said. You want to escalate, son? Let's go. Let's go. William Byron's going to wait till it's a, 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 a chase race where he has to win or go home. And I, that's why I think he's going to retaliate. He's going to crash him. And it's going to make him not go like, proceed through the chase. It'll be, like, it'll be a win or go home situation. I think that's when he's going to wait. He's gonna if, he w- waits, <laughs> if he waits and takes Logano out of the chase in the chase race, I promise you Logano will pay back. Oh, I know he will, but that's what he's going to do. He's going to take him out hey, of the chase. If William's out of it, he'll pay, pay back Chase Elliott. He'll pay back... Uh, I don't think I don't think Logano would do go that far. This is the this is the I think he will because his attitude and I would have the same attitude. It's your damn teammate. Y'all need to keep him in check because if he's gonna go rogue like this, I got nothing to lose either. Um, I just yeah, I know. I just I'm say, sorry, and I liked William Byron up until now, but he really has irritated my ass this week with his mouth. And I agree. I think Jeff Gordon is gaslighting him, and that is. I'm so irritated. How many times through the last 30 years have we seen Jeff Gordon rattle a cage him the whole time doing the bump and run? Yep. Whether he got taken into the wall before or not. But I mean, he has done it to everybody that you want to talk about and to get all butt hurt over this one. And I'll admit it again last, like I did last week. Logano didn't need to hit him quite that hard. No. But that's what you call a message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Logano didn't have to hit him at all. He had enough speed to go around him to begin with. No. He was sending a message. I I, I agree with that. I know what he was doing. But like I said, he could have done it this week. There's plenty of ample opportunities. And all the broadcasters like, oh, here we go. And nothing happened. William Byron's going to wait till a chase race to where he has to win or go home. And he's going to take him out. That's why I think he's going to do it. That's going to be a great fight. I'm going to pull up a lawn chair and a big old bucket of That is my guess. That's my guess of what's going to happen. 
All right. I, I need to leave that alone. Man. And I will revisit this if Willie don't shut his damn mouth this week. He just needs to shut up and let it go. But it just irritated me all week long. Him and going back, and, and like I said, Logano was actually, he just restated his case whenever he talked, but he got pissed when they got to Kansas. And he's like, all right, you want to play? You want to escalate? Game on, buddy. Yeah. Let's go. All right. My favorite quote of the week comes from Chase Elliott. Cars this next shit. generation car is a piece of shit. His exact words. Oh yeah. Okay, now and I, I don't. I think he said it in the car when he spun, so he didn't say it like on TV in front of people. I think, right? No, he didn't say it on TV. Yeah. but he said it, and it got okay. caught, and it got rebroadcast okay. everywhere. Okay, I was gonna make sure he didn't say it on TV, so I'm pretty sure he got he got in trouble. So, no, he would. <laughs> It'd have been another double secret fine, but. Um, it's just my point is is he's and I somebody's wouldn't be surprised if NASCAR has already put him aside and talked to him about it. Well, it's to the point now you need to get the drivers involved and get their opinion on what the fuck needs to be fixed because this tire thing has been a topic in seventy five percent of our podcast since yep. we started. So along with the the rear diffuser, yeah, and the, yeah, that rear diffuser. When you spin out, that tire's gonna t- damage that diffuser, which means you got no downforce, which means you can't race. So, That's, come on now. Yeah. I agree. So uh, it's, we're all in agreement on this. I mean, it, it, something's got to be done to fix this, and it's got to start with getting rid of that low profile tire and go to a tire with some real meat on it. Yeah, they they really do need to bite the bullet, and I. And I know it's not going to happen for this year, but maybe next year, go back to that 15-inch tire. If they want to still play around with that single lug nut, fine. Yeah. But they need to get rid of this low-profile tire. It is not for stock car racing. It just isn't. It doesn't work. I mean, we saw it so many times in the first four races where if they lost one or two tires, they were dead in the water. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know Happened if they again. made changes and the suspension, but all four tires were down when it happened this time where he couldn't move. Okay. They are still getting, you know, a flat or two flat tires and are able to get back to the pits, but four down, they're done. Uh, I I don't know what drove them to go to this low profile tire. I, again, if they, I, I, I'm not, not totally convinced that the single lug nut isn't such a bad idea uh but the the low profile 18 inch tire is stupid it's stupid my opinion i mean you don't have much of an inner liner how can you no i never had a problem with the one lug nut per se i mean i do you know you know why i do it's not stock it's, car. It's not stock. That would be my only issue. It's not stock. I haven't liked these low profile tires since I brought them out here. And on a personal basis, I wouldn't put low profile tires on my personal vehicle. No. Well, look at look at Darlington. That turn two bump. That would never happen with the fifteen inch tire. I mean, yeah, they'd have got a little squirrely. But that was an absolute shit show. Yep. I mean, 
And I, you watch them cars. All they did was bounce one time. Boom, they're in the wall. It caused so many. And I attribute that 100% to that low-profile tire. Because there's no flex. And when were those accidents happening? Right after restarts. Yeah. Right. It wasn't once they got going in the run where the tire pressures were building up. It was right on the restarts when the tire pressures were low, which tells me that they were damn near rimming out when they hit that bump. And once you go sideways, that car is so rigid, there's no bringing it back. Chastain, that guy, he should have won his third race. Darlington should have been his race. In that car? Woo! Yes! He should have won that race, but... He didn't. Ifs, ands, or buts. I get it. But I've got I, to wonder. I've got to wonder with the low profile tire and the way them they were hitting that bump at Darlington, and the, the the fact they couldn't control the car. How much, if any, does this new steering design have to play in that? I don't think that that much. But it could I, I don't be. either. I really don't. I, I just, I think it's that tire, the low profile, the lack of air pressure in the beginning. Um, and downforce. Face, yeah, downforce. The diffuser? Yeah. How much of that, the, that turn two incidents going on in Darlington was the diffuser? Not only the, the, the tires banging, but that diffuser banging. I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I just, just, <laughs> I'm with you, Brian. I, and Frank, as far as the low profile, they got to, they got to do something about that. I'm not totally divorced from the, the, the single lug nut. Uh, now that I understand it a lot more and they have put a lot more of them back pins in. And in the beginning of the year, <sighs> there was only like six, maybe eight. Right. I think there was now six. they've got, yeah now they've got what twelve twelve so it's easier to not screw up I'll, right. I'll just put it that way something to lock and, the tire in and just to, and get it well, it's just before where they had to you know maybe it was even a quarter of an inch more but now it's just it's just a click and you can right. feel it but. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not totally divorced from the single lug nut. I don't like it because it's not stock, as Brian said. Uh, and I like the challenge of hitting five lugs. I mean, that's right. part of pit, pit crew performance. But this low profile uh, and that diffuser, that that sealed-in bottom and diffuser, bad idea. Right. Just totally bad idea. All right, we'll let that go. Uh, just another two things here on. Uh, oh, d- before we go too far, you know Kyle Bush is mad too at Willie B. I saw. I didn't read into yeah, it. What's I, that I, all about? Because William Byron took his current crew chief from Kyle Bush Motorsports. He's Kyle Bush is still upset about that. Really? Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So Willie's making friends on all yeah. all ends of the pit pit lane, huh? Ah. 
I knew Kyle was mad at B Willie B, but I wasn't sure why. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that's what that was all about. Well, that's not William Byron. He needs to go talk to Mr. H. Right. That's Hendrick. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Mr. Hendrick. That's not that's not William Byron. No, you don't get to choose your own, own crew chief. But I do appreciate that another person's mad at him. <laughs> I don't care. Like I said, he's on my shit list right now. Him and Jeff Gordon both. I just, ugh. Anything else you want to cover real quick? I'm trying to find the entry list for oh, yeah. the um the All Star race. So you guys, so you guys can go, and I'm trying to find. <laughs> it. I do. I do want to mention uh, on Kyle Busch. Toyota is dead set on keeping Kyle Busch in a Toyota, whatever it takes to do it. I don't think it's gonna happen. As the weeks go on, I'm getting more and more convinced it's not gonna happen. He's going to Stuart Haas. If it doesn't happen, I will correct myself. And as I said last week, I don't think that right now the negotiation hang-up is with Toyota because I agree, Toyota does not want to lose him, and I believe they're giving him anything he wants. Well, I it, think Kyle Busch wants to leave. I believe the hang-up is with Stuart Haas and negotiating something that Kyle can live with going I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Eric Amarillo's leaving. Yeah, he's Kyle. Done. Yeah, he's retiring. All right. Kyle Bush is contracted up. Tony Stewart is not stupid. No. And he's probably talking to Kyle Bush each. I mean, those two fit together like peas and carrots. That right. that would be a perfect fit. Now, I think a lot. I mean, you've got Kyle Bush's truck team. You've got a whole fleet of Toyotas in uh, Kyle Busch's front yard. That all that has to get changed, right? Um, so you know there there are a few Fords in the truck series, but not many. The reason why they don't want Kyle Busch to leave uh, is because Kyle Busch is all Toyota. His trucks are all Toyota. So if he goes right. to Stuart Haas, he exactly. has to swap the Fords. So Toyota. Toyota's losing a lot, and guess what? Kyle Busch wins a lot in the trucks in Toyota, so they'd be losing out on a lot of recognition, exposure, money. So, well, I, as did, I, him, I didn't see the numbers, but one of the things that Toyota Racing did mention was the percentage of races that Kyle Busch and Kyle Busch races has compared to total Toyota wins and total, okay, and they're saying his percentage is higher than anybody else's. He makes a good portion of their wins. Well, if they you they don't want to lose that. If you remember, if you were watching, is it last year or a year ago? Kyle Busch was winning every truck race when he was racing, and Kevin Harvick put out right. a bounty out there right. saying for fifty thousand dollars, anybody who beats Kyle Busch in the truck series, I'll put this towards any charity. And then Chase Elliott said, screw it, I'll go to it, and Chase Elliott won. So it was it's a good thing, but it's, yeah, Kyle Busch, when he's in the trucks, even when he's not driving, they win. Right now he has right. John Hunter Nemechek, who's doing really well. I don't know who the other drivers are, but I know John Hunter's one of them, but he wins when his trucks are there. So if he, he pulls out a Toyota, as a, he's, his, whole, his whole manufacturing is going forward right. wherever he goes. So it, well, that's my point. I don't believe that the problem is it's, 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 any it's kind money. of negotiations with Toyota. I think Kyle Busch can sit here and, and say, I want this. Check. I want this. Okay, yes, sir. 
I want this. Yes, sir. Can he, I get you two? Even if he I can't don't get think a, that's the problem. He, he, I did also say that Joe Gibbs cannot pay to Kyle what he Kyle, wants. If you don't know, sure. Kyle Bush is the most paid driver in the in the sport at 14 point some odd million dollars. And so he wants right. the same, obviously, but the sponsorship comes with that. And guess what? He had, he is a hard-headed dude that's hard to get sponsorships for him. But guess what happened when Kurt Busch went to Stuart Haas? Guess who sponsored him? Stuart Haas. Stuart, I mean, yeah. Haas himself. So guess what? Right. That'll happen again if that's what happens. The same thing with Hendricks and Kyle Larson. Hendricks like is sponsored. Like I said, I don't think there's any detail stickiness with uh, Toyota. And, and I, won't, I don't even think so with Joe Gibbs, because I'm sure Toyota has told Gibbs, look, shut up. We'll do this, and whatever you think you're out or whatever you can't afford, we'll cover it. Mm-hmm. I believe that the the details that are yet to be worked out are with Ford. That's what I think's going on. Is and they're trying. And again, I'm ironing out Kyle Busch's truck team. Right. They're probably trying to to and and if I know Tony Stewart. Like Brian said, if if worse comes to worse, he'll put his name on that yeah. car mm-hmm. and sponsoring. Yeah. But you've also got all I don't even I saw it somewhere. Kyle Bush has got like seventeen or eighteen Toyota vehicles mm-hmm. that he personally owns. Everything from pickups to yep. sports cars and all kinds. That's all gotta go. And he's not gonna just let it go without it getting replaced. So, like I said, I, I just believe that the details and the problems aren't with Toyota because I believe all Kyle has to say is, yes, give me whatever, you, you know, and they'll give him whatever he wants. It's with getting Ford to give Stewart what they need to get Kyle. That's that's where I think the issues I, are. I agree that's a big part of it. Uh, I don't I, – Another issue I think is thought was good Joe Gibbs trying to find a financing and can't do it. He needs a sponsor, and that's the biggest. I don't think he right needs now. to right. find the financing, Frank. I think Toyota will. I think Toyota put their little stupid emblem on the car if that's what they had to do in sponsoring thirty six races to keep him. On the other side, Joe Gibbs. What does he care? He's got a grandkid looking for a ride. Right. Yep. He'll be a lot cheaper to keep in that ride than Kyle Busch would. Yep. And he's got kind of the same attitude. Right now, he's he's got the same, if not worse. (laughs) All right. I mean, it's just trading for a younger version of Kyle. That's all it is. And then I I agree with Brian. If Bubba doesn't do something spectacular in that car, he's going to leave Joe Gibbs and go drive that 23. So now you've got another open ride. Who fills that? Brandon Jones, Brandon Jones, I think this is his other Xfinity driver yeah. who's performing. Yeah. He's got grandkids and, and everything sitting there waiting. He's going to do another children's operation. Yep. Yeah. All right. What does he care? How much longer does he have to be? You know? And then Martin Truex is saying he doesn't even know about his future, so he could be gone too. So he might have all three right. new three drivers next year. You know, Christopher Bell could all of a sudden become the, the senior driver. <laughs> yeah, senior driver at like 20-something years old. But I still, and, and until it doesn't happen, I believe with all that I'm worth that Kyle Busch will end up in that 10 car at Stuart Haas. I do believe that's what's going to happen. 
I think that's what Kyle Bush wants to have. Hey, could you imagine a scenario just for the shits and giggles? Kyle Bush take over the 23? And a brother's team? <laughs> and just for the you shits and what? giggles. MJ would not, not that far fetched. <laughs> to be honest, could you think about it? The, the Bush brothers <laughs> in the, the same team. Which, hey, you never know. Just Toyota don't... gets to keep him. Yeah, Toyota gets to keep send, him. But send Bubba over to the eighteen. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, they they can't take him out of out of a car without putting him somewhere. Oh my god! The yeah. nooses will come back out. <laughs> You know, going back to Kurt Busch, you know, Tony Stewart didn't want him to begin with. That was all Gene Haas. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because Tony and yeah, Tony and Kurt time, never got along. Wasn't that before the charters and he wanted that championship provisional? I don't, I don't. Stu- Maybe. Gene wanted Kurt Busch. So Gene Haas put his name in the car and told, told, Tony, told Tony he signed him. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that was a Gene Haas team. Well, I know, I know Tony that. wasn't involved in that. I know Gene Haas did it all. Yeah. Well, you got to realize, you got to realize he That's got kicked okay. out of Penske. Tony signed Danica without talking to him. So yeah. Danica brought sponsors <laughs> to pay for everything too. So. All right. <laughs> and as we've already discussed, Kurt finally got his signed basketball card. Well, I, I found more information about this. I, you know, I told you Kurt wanted Jordan to sign it. And Jordan said, when you win a race, I'll sign it. I found out, actually, I don't know what grade it is. I'm sure it's probably a high-grade card. Kurt Busch gave Jordan the card. and said, when I win, I want this back signed. And he got it back. Really? Yeah. Yep. So that was I found out more of this this week, obviously because he won. But yeah, he Jordan or he's now that was a rookie card, correct? Yes, Michael Jordan rookie card. Yes, yes, yes. I, I still think it's a cool story. I love that oh, yeah. he had it and he became an employee and thought, well, he's gonna sign yeah. it. And MJ said, no, no, no. Here's what you're gonna do. But yeah, I think that was yeah, cool. The cool story was is Kurt said, you know, ask to sign it, and he, and Kurt said, no. <laughs> Take this card, and when I win it, give it back to me, signed. And that's what he did. I think it's cool. cool. I think it's great. Uh, I'm happy for, obviously, Denny. I think he's more emotional with this win than any Daytona win he's had, or even Bubba's win, because he realizes he actually can perform with those cars. So that's why I think in his head he is going to his drive for his himself. And that's another thing. Denny was worried about. His cars in this race, if you didn't realize, you know, his, his. Yeah, I was thinking about doing a blog, um, and I still might, on owner drivers. I think it's a bad move. Denny was very distracted with where his cars were this race, and his crew chief, chief told him to shut the fuck up, worry about your own car. Pretty much. Keselowski, he's had bad luck, but he's distracted. I think we discussed it last week. Yeah. There's only one owner driver that I, in my memory, that performed. And that uh-huh. was, no. Look at how distracted he got when he started DUI. Hell, he fell asleep at the wheel of the car. <laughs> Crashed his car on the first lap. Um, wow. I Kowicki. remember that one. Cole Wicky. Is the 
Alan Colwick. He won't believe Tony Stewart because Tony Stewart, driver owner, won a championship, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to acknowledge that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how deep in the second and third? Yes. How deep in the second and third place points did they have to go to break that tie with? Kyle I agree. Edwards? I agree. But he still performed to win I a championship. I still say they should have taken him to, to Bristol in late models and, and let him <laughs> run 500 laps and see who comes out on top. I, Again, technically he won. Technically, there should have been two championship trophies passed. I out agree. Yeah, I agree. All right. My point is, is that I don't think that there is a human being alive that can honestly say, as the owner of a multi-million dollar conglomeration, can drive and be totally unaffected. Don't tell me that Hamlin isn't watching those two cars while oh, he's he driving. Oh, he is. He 100%. Definitely. All right. You, you think Keselowski isn't? totally overly involved with the financials and watching Chris Busher while he's driving. He needs to watch himself. Yeah, but that's my point. I, and I, I'm not saying they need to make a rule, but I'm just saying some people need to check themselves. Just, you want to own a team? Own the team. Get on the pit box. Don't get behind the wheel. Because as much bad luck as... Both Hamlin and uh, Keselowski have had. How much of that bad luck was caused by being distracted? I mean, look at Hamlin screwing up his transmission at Vegas. Right. That's not a mistake. Okay. Name me one other driver that's done that this year. Kevin Harvick just did it last race, but he didn't go to reverse. He did it this race. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did it. He, but he didn't ruin the transmission. <laughs> Kevin Harvick did do it this race, but it didn't mess up the car. I'm just, I think even Kevin Harvick, when he owned the truck team, that's why, well, that he sold that for all other reasons. But yeah, I agree. It was too much. And he said, screw it. And plus, Delaney was obviously probably. Well, she was wearing the fire suit yeah, at that time. Yeah. So <laughs> he said, screw this. But I'm just, I just think that's a big factor with the performance of both Hamlin. And I don't think that Hamlin's going to improve anything if he does go over and drive for his own self. I, I really don't. No. I think it'll be a lot like Keselowski. I don't know. All right, let's be done with that. I will say one more thing that I actually do agree with on Hamlin. Um, he would like Jamie McMurray to take over permanently for Jeff I Gordon agree. I was thinking the same Definitely. shit during the race. I'm like, keep Jamie. Definitely. And the comments were saying, no, it was not. I'm like, what are you talking about? The guy is educated. He can speak straight. He can uh, banter with Clint well. Hire the motherfucker. Stop bouncing around. Hey, you know, I think, you know he could, you know. He, he did really good. They off each other very well. In, very I really well. So um, good. And Jay, the thing I, is, though, I, like, you know, we liked other ones, but, like, you know, we like Gordon, we like Stuart, but they have other obligations. Jamie don't. He doesn't drive for another thing. He doesn't have crew chief. He has the Fox NASCAR weekly thing. Race Hub. Yeah. He has no other obligation, so give him that. And I think he took that in his mind as a job interview, and I hope they give it to him. If not the too. rest of this year, and hopefully they give it to him next year because of what well, he did. Well, we've only got... Two, couple, you couple more races. Two or three more races with Fox, uh, and then it goes over to NBC. Let me look. 
Doesn't it start with NBC at Daytona? No. No? Daytona doesn't start till August because they swapped oh. everything or fucking around. Uh, we looked this up not too long ago. Uh, we have the NASCAR open this week. Or, and and then next week is Charlotte. After that is the Illinois. Matt, uh, yeah, no, the, 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 yeah, it's Illinois World, the Worldwide Technology Raceway, the one we That's never Nashville. see. Nashville. That's nope. Nashville. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. June fifth uh, is Worldwide Technology Raceway. After that is Sonoma. Then after that is Nashville. So we have one, two, three point races. No, three point races. Nashville's the start of the next race, of when they switch. So we had three-point races and the all-star race. Well, yeah, so we have four races so left. So we have four. Yeah. They're racing in Nashville this year? Yeah. Yeah. And the race in this, this worldwide fair, technology. Is that Super Gateway Speedway. that they're, they're racing at? Is that what it is? What? Gateway's in, Gateway's in St. Louis. It's Nashville Super Speedway, it says. No, no, no. Yeah. You said the one that's in Illinois. It's the one in Illinois is in Madison, Illinois, Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's what it's called. Yeah, I mean, a new track we haven't been to before. I don't it's, it's, ne- it's never a track we've been to, at least not the cup. And then we got Nashville's when they start on NBC in June 26. So we have literally three more, three more Fox races, in, not including the All Star. So four, including the All Star. The reason I asked about the fairgrounds is both people getting the fairgrounds back ready to race on. And then we got Road that America. Cool. Road America that after be that. Really cool. Road America they haven't been to. So that's another one. It's going to get interesting because they're going back to Atlanta. Yeah. But yeah, so I say give Jamie the rest of the year. Have they announced anybody? Because usually by now they announce who's being in the broadcast booth. For next week? No, not that I can remember because they normally do, right? At Maybe Jamie's back in there. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen nothing yet, so we'll see. They might they might just do a surprise. I'll tell you the worst. It's a, th- it's a four-way tie for the worst. Danica, Danica was number one, but when they put Bill, Daryl, and Richard in there, I'm sorry. The, respect and everything for all three of those guys but that was a shit show they <laughs> bill elliott was too worried about what was going on with chase yeah richard petty god bless his soul damn near 90 years old couldn't stand up i mean he did have some good lines but it wasn't about the race at hand uh I just, I, I didn't like that at all. But I, I won't. You've never been a fan of DW in the booth. From what I recall. Just give it to Jamie and be done with it. Give it to Jamie. I agree. I, I, I really enjoyed Jamie in the booth. I really did. I enjoyed him, uh, during qualifying and practice and, I, I I hope you guys have USA Network because <clears throat> most of the races are USA, not NBC. Seriously, I yep. got USA. Yeah, the first one's NBC, then it's USA, 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 then but NBC. They're using the NBC crew. 
Yes, but it's just being it's being broadcasted on USA. It's an NBC. Well, I've been watching all my races on YouTube TV. So yeah, so it's USA. It's literally all USA except for the last pretty much five races, which are you know NBC wants the ratings because it's in the chase. So be 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 wary. It's to be a lot of USA. Other than that, we are past an hour. Um, well, we've got to do some picking here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to do our all-star picks. I wanted to do a rundown real quick of uh, the all-star race entry list and then the qualifier. Obviously, the, let's do the entry list for the uh, for the all-star. It was Ross Chastain, Austin Sendrick, Kevin Harvick. Uh, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski. How are they? How is... Did he win last year? I don't know how he won. He did win last year, yeah. Then Chase Elliott, Eric Almirola, Denny Hamlin, uh, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, AJ Allmendinger, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, uh, Michael McDowell, Kurt Busch, and Alex Bowman are in the All-Star race. And then in the All-Star Open was Austin Dillon, Corey LaJoy, Tyler Reddick, Garrick Smithley. Chris Buescher, Harrison Button, Justin Haley, Todd Gilliland, Cole Custer. So we got two picks to be doing here. Uh, Ty Dillon, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse, Cody Ware, Lana Castle, BJ McLeod, and Daniel Suarez. And I think they do a vote, a fan vote. So, so there's... Some, the last entry is voted in. Yeah, the last entry is a fan vote. And I see them posted on Twitter right now to get fan votes like crazy. So let's, um, since the All-Star Open is going to be the first race, let's pick who you think that's going to be. The Open? Yeah. Uh, where do you find that at? Is that? I found I see, the a, ent- I see the entry list. I found it on Twitter. A guy posted it. Um. I can send it to your phone real quick if you want to. I'll take a screenshot. Qualifying, qualifying, the all-star race. I don't see. I just sent it to your phone so you can do it real quick. Uh, Share. I should send it to both of you guys. NASCAR All-Star Open Entry List. There, I just sent it to both of you. <clears throat> Race eligible. These are the entry list of of who could be who's trying to race into All-Star Race. This is the the open. These are the ones that are not in. These are not are in. Trying They're trying to, to race in, in. Right. correct. And I can give you my okay, pick right so now. so we want to do an open winner. Yeah, yeah. I'll start open winner. Oh, that's easy. Dylan. Which, which one? There's two of them. Austin. I'm going to take Ricky Stenhouse. Um, okay. I'm going to go with Eric Jones. I was going to say Eric Jones is good. Yeah. Daniel Suarez is not a a bad pick, too. Even Daniel Suarez, you never know. Uh, And then we can do the fan. No, no, not at all. And then the fan vote. Who do you think is going to be the fan vote? 
And that comes off of this list as well? Yep, whoever, yeah. Oh my god, that's gonna be a, um... Fan vote? I think it'd be Austin Dillon. If he don't win it, yeah. That'd be Austin Dillon if he doesn't win fan vote. Um, Austin or Tyler? I mean, my pick, but it'd be Austin. I was gonna say Austin if he doesn't win it. A fan vote. I'm gonna go with Tyler as a fan vote. Reddick? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Eric Jones. If he doesn't win it. And then from there... Well, you know, Suarez would probably be a good fan yeah. vote. But... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a lot of them are good picks. And then you got to pick who you think is going to win the All-Star race. I'll go first on that since I already have it wrote down. <laughs> Harvick. Really? Uh, hang on a minute. Before, before we do that, I did want to throw out, drop some knowledge here. Oh, yeah, Texas. Uh... For Texas, last 10 races, uh, your best driver over the last 10 races is Harvick. He's got nine top 10, seven top fives. He's uh, won three times. Kyle Busch is second with two wins and seven top 10s. Hamlin, one win, four top 10s. Larson, uh, one win, three top 10s. Austin Dillon has a win and two top tens. Eric Jones, get this, nine races, no wins, three top fives and six top tens. He is definitely at least going in the garage for my lineup, <laughs> if not in it. How does that uh, work this out, week for fantasy? Is it the same way? I, I don't know. I can, I'm sure I'll look. Explain it. Yeah, I'll look. Uh, Keselowski... Has not won there with no five fantasy top picks are closed this week due to the all star race. You don't even get to pick. Ah, okay, that's probably going to be hard on them. And Logano has no wins in eight top tens, so there, there's your top ten. Um, I already covered the wins, like I said, Harvick's got three. No, what am I looking for? Uh, average finish that's what I'm looking for. Oh, 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 come on. Get down here. Harvick again, uh, 4.9. Logano, 8.5. Tyler Reddick, 8.7. Kyle Busch is 8.2. Tyler Reddick, three races, average finish of 8.7. Uh, Christopher Bell, three races, average finish of ninth. So he's basically finished top 10 is every time. Ryan Blaney's good at 9.9. Of course, Kurt Busch, 10, average of 10th. Eric Jones. So there, anyway, that's your, your, but I'm, I'm going with Harvick for the win. I'm going to pick Kyle Larson because this, this time around, this time last year, this is where he picked up. So I'm going to say Kyle Larson. Okay. Right. Ryan took my pick. Um, 
You know what? I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say Blaney. Not a bad pick. Now, since we it, since this All-Star race isn't that long, we can just say, you know, for a bubble watch, if he's going to finish or not, crash or not. Because it's not that long of a race. I would Bubba's s- going to finish. You think he's going to finish? Yep. No, I think he's going to crash. Crash out. He's going to... All right, so Bubba... We're going just finish. You yeah. say yes. I say no. I say no. And then Denny, I think Denny will. Denny watch, I think he'll finish. Oh, we got a Denny watch too? Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we had a Denny watch since uh, every, he's, since he's been nonstop having bad luck. Okay, well, I, Denny's going to finish. All right, and we can't really do a dark horse because standings don't matter. Yeah, no. If anybody would be a dark horse, I would say I would say AJ Allmendinger just because he's not a full time guy in there. But there's it, that; yeah. those are all winners, so they're not really. I would love to see Kurt Busch win again. Have him hide ride that high. I do too. That would be awesome. Oh. All right. Oh, there's uh, another little side note before we c- close here. Watch out in the next year or two. Kyle Larson wants to do the double header, Indy 500, Coca-Cola 600. Now he's he's okay. come out and publicly said that he wants to. He doesn't want to just ride. He wants to perform. So if he does it, he wants to set it up to be like a Tony Stewart, where he can actually possibly win. So I think he's gonna. He finished, ju- when he did it, he finished top ten both races. Yep. Yeah. So he wants to be able to, he wants to, I think he wants to beat that if he wants to do perform better. So that came out this week or this today or whatever, or he wants you see to Jimmy Johnson is third fastest in practice. Oh yeah. It's a track. He knows it's an okay. And also there's rumors about him wanting to come back to NASCAR too. So I've seen it. He said if the right opportunity presented himself, right. In other words, if Hendricks decides to give him a bucket load of money. Yeah. Because I don't think he'd go. He's 40-something, isn't he? At least, yeah. Uh, Brian's going to get the answer here real quick. There's not a, even now that you got the charter system, his championships don't mean squat. You still got to perform. He's 46. 46? I honestly, I cannot see him coming back to NASCAR. Maybe doing a Daytona or, you know, just a one-off kind of doing what Junior's doing. But I can't not see him coming. I mean, all right, he's he's sowing his wild oats over there in, in the IndyCar series. He says it's something he's always wanted to do, get his for. for Full season in, but you know, as a team owner, I don't know that I'd take that chance, especially with this new car. And it's not like bringing a Dale Jr. back. I, I if Dale Jr. wanted to come back, he'd go anywhere he wants to go. Right. You know. Well, Chip Ganassi wanted him to race the forty-two car when Kyle Larson got booted, and Jr. said no. Yeah. Well, he's got some brain issues, the concussions and stuff. 
and yeah. that's why he got out. He's not taking a chance again. Um, and I don't blame him. I don't. I mean, we've we've seen some bad things, but all right, guys. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to say other than once again, congratulations to Kurt Busch. The feel good stories to me so far of the year. I I purposely did not go into his personal life. That's his business. He asked for privacy on that matter. So we're going to respect that. Um, but I, I just think it's awesome. And it would be, it would even be more cool to see him win again this week. Yet, the, even though it's an all-star, it's not points paying. Um, that would be, that, that would really be good to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen, um, give my sign off here again. Uh, we appreciate any comments, shares, uh, banner back and forth. Anybody wants to step up, please feel free to join our fantasy league. We want more players. And we just thank you guys for being there, whoever is. Uh, it's been great to be back. I hope I get back soon. Uh, we'll see how things play out.